In the morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, you're listening to St. Mark and Bemidji's podcast, a program that invites you to stop and take a second look at God's Word four times a week. Today, and for the next several weeks, we're going to continue our liturgy study. Liturgy is a fancy word for the way we conduct ourselves in a divine service, but there's so much more to it than just a fancy word. Every bit of a traditional Lutheran liturgy is literally packed with ways that God wants to serve us. Yep, I said that right. God serves us. And how do we respond? With gratitude, for what God has done for us is inconceivably merciful, good, and loving. Today, we continue our look at the second high point in the service, Holy Communion. Of all the topics I've had spirited conversations with other Christians on, this is the part that I've spent the most time with. It is probably the most misunderstood aspect of our liturgy. We're about to get rolling, so I'd like to invite you to continue with us in our study today, and if you're interested, to listen to past episodes on the same topic. As we learned last time, heaven and earth come together in the Lord's Supper. We continue in our study and our liturgy, as this morning we learn of the Sanctus. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he, blessed is he, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Isaiah chapter 6 verse 3. Revelation 4 verse 8. Psalm 118 verse 26. And Matthew 21 verse 9. We sing the Sanctus. Sanctus is a Latin term meaning holy. There are actually two verses to this song. The first verse is Isaiah's vision of the Lord in his temple. There's that presence of God language again, where Isaiah confesses his sin and unworthiness and receives absolution from God who was present there with him. Remember when the angel with the tongs took the burning coal from the altar and touched it to Isaiah's lips? They also sing Lord of Hosts, which is sometimes translated as Lord God of Sabaoth. And it is Sabaoth and not Sabbath. The two words are not at all related. Sabaoth means hosts or armies. Sabaoth refers to the almighty power of God, that he is the Lord of the hosts or armies of heaven. Sabbath, no relation, means rest. We see the second verse of the Sanctus in the revelation of St. John the Divine. In John's vision of heaven, the six-winged beasts, the seraphim of Isaiah 6, have six wings as well. The six-winged beasts before the throne sing, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. Again, this is a song sung in heaven in the glorious presence of God. Fascinating! The angels have sung this from the time they were created. Isaiah heard it. John heard it. We hear and sing the song of the angels with them. The song is never tired, never changed, and there's no need to. Note also the structure of the Sanctus. The Sanctus proper is sung in Scripture by the hosts of heaven. The blessed is he 
is sung in Scripture by the Church on Earth. In this structure, the Sanctus declares once again that heaven and earth are coming together because both places are in Christ. Christ is present in both places in the sacrament. In the liturgy, the people of God on earth sing the Sanctus with the angels, archangels, and all the company of heaven because they too are coming into the presence of God. Christ is giving them His very body and blood for the forgiveness of sins. He is riding into our midst, not on the foal of a donkey, but in bread and wine. Scripture's point is that we are no less in the presence of God than the seraphim, Isaiah, John, or those who worshipped in the synagogue with Jesus. The blessed is he comes from Psalm 118, which is part of what the Jews called the Great Praise Collection, consisting of five psalms sung at the Passover. Recall that the sacrament was instituted at the Passover. Psalm 118 itself points to God's Christ. It begins with thanksgiving for the eternal mercies of God, especially in light of attacks and oppression by enemies. But remember, the enemies are not of flesh and blood, but sin, the old Adam, the world, death, the devil. Psalm 118 declares that the Lord saves from death, from them all, and proclaims the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Verse 22. This is a prophecy of our Lord, as Jesus himself confirms in Matthew 21. Near the end of Psalm 118, the psalmist proclaims, Save now, I pray, O Lord, O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. Verses 25 and 26. Sanctus, holy. Benedictus, blessed, blessed is he. Blessed is who? God's Christ. Hosanna, it is Hebrew. It means save now. We sing, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And guess where this praise takes place? The psalm says this praise is located at the house of the Lord, the temple where God is present with his people, the Old Testament church. How powerful to see the fulfillment of this ancient song in the New Testament and what the liturgy is doing. When Jesus triumphantly enters Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, the crowds greet him, calling out, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! Matthew 21, verse 9. When Jesus enters Jerusalem, this multitude of believers greets him as the Son of David, the Christ. They declare that he is the Savior who is promised, who comes in the name of the Lord. And they cry out, Hosanna! Save now! The Lord is present in Jerusalem, and he has come to save now. In less than a week, his body and blood will hang on a cross to save them from their sin. The building block will be rejected, but will become the chief cornerstone. The Lord is present to Hosanna, to save now, in his body and blood, under the bread and wine. The Sanctus is an ancient part of the liturgy. It predates Pentecost. Sung in heaven itself, as he grew up, Lord Jesus himself sang this with those gathered at the synagogue. 
Little did the other worshippers in Nazareth realize that they were singing this to Mary's son, for they were worshipping in the presence of the Son of God. As are we. More next time, my friends. We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday school and adult Bible study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. Visit www.stmarkbemidji.org or look in the show notes in this podcast for a link to this and many other meditations on God. You can also search for St. Mark Bemidji on YouTube to find our channel. If you have any questions or you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website, which is once again www.stmarkbemidji.org. All scripture readings are taken from the Holy Bible, New International Version, copyright 2011, and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day. salvation free lasting to eternity